in three, two, one, action. There's a dance party going on in Studio B right now because we are back for the weekday. It is episode 60 or 70 something. I don't actually remember what number we're on. I feel Good like afternoon. It's been a while. Actually, yeah. It has been a while. We've, I don't Are um, we on Are we on 7? I don't think we're on. I don't know. I could we? I could have done my due diligence to check, oh. but I I was doing much more preparation by reading the Bible oh, okay. later. Okay. <laughs> Jesus man, Jesus freak over here. Hey, welcome to the weekday. We're so glad that you're Just joining freak. us back. We took a little bit of time off. Um, a because we were stupid, and B because it was Easter, which is totally not stupid. Uh, and yeah, we celebrated Easter. How was your Easter? <laughs> I mean, you were with, <laughs> with you for a majority of the, of the day. How, how was Easter for you? And it, that will inform how my Easter was. It was for me. great. Oh. It, was, it was hot, hot, uh, hot or not Easter, hot, hot. Yeah, top five favorite holidays. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do that, but we're going to do something else. Um, you'll We've notice, done that before, I remember, because yeah, I said New Year's switch. Day and you hated me for it. I remember that. <laughs> I, have, I have never hated you before. I have disliked you before, but I have never hated you. You've disliked me too. It's fine. It's a natural... This is a natural progression in do all you remember? Do you remember this one time where we made a bet and whoever won the bet was going to get your CD player? And it was... We were betting on who the sports center anchor was, and you were convinced it was, or I was convinced that it was Reese Davis, and you were Paul Ravitch. No, and I can't remember who you thought it was, but it ended up being Steve Levy. And for whatever reason, we were just going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And we like, it's like, fine, I'll bet you that it was your CD player, or, or I'll bet you your CD player. It's Reese Davis, <laughs> like as if it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the How most old were we? ridiculous thing. I mean, you was were old enough. School? Yeah, I think you were old enough to like. You bought a CD player, like well, yeah, you know, had, like a portable. Yeah, I had. I had like Discman. Disc yeah, 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 yeah. I love those things. And and so I mean, then it was like twenty dollars and the Discman or something. And then and we it, both like, were wrong. Yeah, and then it came back from commercial, and it was Steve Levy and. <laughs> and and then you were like, oh, well, I won, you know, because you said it was going to be this person, and I said it just wasn't going to be. But you, you thought it was. Oh, I did some ninja. Yeah, ninja stuff yeah. There. And then mom came in and just like, you guys are dumb. She squashed Stop it. it. Yeah. Did I keep the CD player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you did. It's a good story. I mean, uh, I lost. <laughs> I definitely lost the bet, but you also lost the bet. No, and I so, lost less. <laughs> I, you lost more. <laughs> Says the older brother. This is very much an older brother. Speaking thing. of older brothers, I'm Andy. Oh, I'm not an. I am an older brother. You are technically an older. brother. I am brother. technically an old, not your older brother, but yeah. I am Mike. And our Michael littlest, Fun. our littlest brother. Hey. He's also an older brother. That's true. I'm Justin. Are, Justin. Or are you? Are, no. Yeah. And what? Yep. Justin, <laughs> the littlest brother. You know what? We're brothers. Hey, brothers in Christ. Brothers in wow. Jesus. There we brothers go. Mother, mother. Yeah. Brother. Right? Well, not you. Brothers from the same mother right. and the different mother. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we have some stuff to get to. First and foremost, well, you'll notice before. she's a very nice lady. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I've never met her. Bring her, bring her onto the show next time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be Guest. great. Justin, can we have your mom on the weekday, please? Oh, that'd oh my be gosh. amazing. <laughs> could we get her to call in? We could have her be the first call. Have her call. <laughs> yeah, we could do it. It'd be easy. If I'm we a digital can... pastor. I know how to do this stuff. Yeah, right now. Oh, that's true. Right you would yeah. know how. Let's okay. buzz her. Does could? she have an iPhone or an Android? Uh, oh, of course, Android. Yeah, come on. Justin's a green, green bubble. <laughs> you and the green bubbles. Hey, I don't know let's go. Uh, real quick, two quick things. Well, one quick thing. You'll notice I'm wearing my hat backwards today. Um, it's an unfortunate circumstance. I like wearing my hats forwards, but we redid the studio 
for Easter, and you'll notice that when I do this, obviously, if you're watching this on Spot or on YouTube, God you can forbid. see this. If you're listening to this on Spotify <laughs> or Apple Podcasts, I apologize. You'll notice that everything is uh, real cloudy underneath me. So Justin suggested I do this with my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> like a ghost story. Yeah, so I think I'm just going to hold it like this. Tell us a story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I'm just going to hold it like this the rest of the time. Please. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, well, it's like a David Fincher movie. Yeah. Justin, have you ever seen a David Fincher movie? Have you seen um, Fight Club? This have, might... have I seen what? Fight Club? You have no. not seen Fight Club. This, we talked about this. This might be my favorite. I've heard about my it. favorite Your segment favorite? that yeah. we do, unofficial segment. Justin, have of, you ooh. seen this? Yeah, is trying to find a movie ask, I've seen. We ask our video guy if he's seen a movie, <laughs> and if he has, if he has seen the movie, <laughs> he gives you 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 have to give him I, your yeah, disc man. No, my, my CD player. Yeah, totally. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't have a CD player anymore. Uh, I, well, maybe that's true. Um, so, Mike, you brought a clip. Yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting all day to say yeah. that. <laughs> so. Yeah, I n normally we talk about, you know, hey, do we have anything for the beginning part of the weekday? Right. Our banter section, as banter. we call it. And I was thinking about it. Normally, the first thing I run to are my kids. Right. Because endless sources of content. Comedy, really. <laughs> <laughs> and tragedy, or drama. Drama, yeah, not uh -huh. tragedy. Yeah, no, not tragedy. <laughs> but mostly, it's either comedy or drama. And Dramedy. It's, and it's no, no, it's not in between. There's no such thing as a dramedy it's when it comes to kids. Us. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's, it's high stakes comedy or high stakes drama. Big yeah. Bang, yeah. Sure, Big Bang <laughs> Theory or, uh, yeah. or Yellowstone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or This Is Us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, um, so anyways, we were at the dinner table the other night and we're just sitting there and I, so I have three kids. Caleb's the oldest. He's, he can be a nutball too, but like he's, he's an eight year old. He's eight going on like 19 year old yeah, girl. He's kind the of coolest thing. eight, uh -huh. eight yeah. year old. And, um, and then I have Ella who's just my sweet two year old girl and she will never do anything wrong. And I love her very much. No, that's not true. Right now, in this moment, she will never do anything wrong. And I've never felt that about a kid before. Hold, hold on. And to that. then Luke <laughs> is your classic middle child who is a peacemaker and loves to, you know, get along or whatever. But he, he is wacky as as all get out. And so we're sitting at the other, we're sitting at the table the other night, and out of nowhere. He just said, Dad, get out your camera. <laughs> and, I, and I said, absolutely. And he said, I got some moves. <laughs> and this is what transpired. So if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see this. Here we go. <laughs> That was it. And then and then we sat down, but there was no it was dad get out your camera. I've got some moves. I was like, I don't know what's about to happen. And that's what happened. I read, I read that entirely. So when you were setting that clip up, yeah. I thought like, Dad, I'm going to be you. I'm going to be a worship guitar player. Nope. And I like, thought he was playing guitar, guitar nope. too. <laughs> nope. Dad, I got some moves. Justin, uh, I want to kick it to you. What did you think he was doing there? I thought for sure he was playing guitar. Same. I, for sure. Or it's, zipping up his shirt. It's, it's possible he was doing that in his head. But that was that's my that's my Luke. Luke so. is the kid, uh, and the he's out of your three kids. They're all three my favorite. Ella is my favorite in a special way. Um, Caleb is my favorite in a special way. Like if I want to play baseball with him, and like Caleb is the most at, most athletic. 
eight year old I've seen a long yeah, time. Like I pegged, I, yeah, like I I pegged him with a baseball. Yeah. It was a it was a it was a hollow plastic <laughs> ball, so it didn't hurt him. But like I threw him out from halfway across the baseball diamond. It felt like just probably left a welt, and he was like, "Oh, that hurt." Okay, let's do it again. Yeah. And then he <laughs> fell backwards and hit his head and was like, oh, let's do it again. But Luke, when we were doing our picnic for Easter, came running up. We were at this park, and this park had a hill, a big old hill, and on top of it was like a manhole cover thing with like storm, big old storm drains, like human-sized storm Sears, drains yeah. yeah, that you could walk into. I don't know if it's it was... just like play. It's for play. Yeah, it's for it's, play. Yeah. And it, it looks dope. And Luke came like bounding. You know, he just kind of waddled over. And he looked at me. He didn't say hello. Didn't say happy Easter. He just looked at that and he goes, I'm going in there. <laughs> and, and then he goes, peace. <laughs> and then left. Because I've taught him. I've taught him to look at people and just go, sup. <laughs> 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 and, and he has kind of a list sometimes. Uh -huh, yeah. So it's sup. Yeah, uh -huh, yep. <laughs> cool. Thanks for bringing that. You're welcome. I appreciate yep. it. Uh, we're going to talk about the Bible here in just a second. But... Um, before we do, we just want to remind you, you can catch this all on uh, YouTube. You can continue to share all these videos on YouTube. Thanks so much for being part of the Weekday Army. Uh, and if you have suggestions for movies that Justin might have seen, uh, throw them in the comments <laughs> below. But you know he definitely has <laughs> but, but <laughs> Movies that he may have seen, but probably hasn't, like Memento. Yeah. Or should have seen. Yeah, or should have Silence seen. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. One more. Or, <laughs> have you seen The Dark Knight? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank God. We've talked yes. about that. Okay. All right. He just saw that like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? It's amazing. I saw it. Oh my gosh. Yep. What day is today? Yep. No, oh yep. Exactly. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us here at Bay Hope TV. Whether you're watching us on YouTube or on Facebook, or whether you're listening to us on any one of our podcast providers. And if you're interested in getting connected more with Bay Hope Church, you can head over to bayhope.com at any point or look us up on our socials at Bay Hope Church. We would love to get the chance to talk with you, meet with you, connect with you, and engage with you. And we're back and Mike is dead in the middle of contemplation. Mike, what are you thinking about? Everything. <laughs> and nothing. <laughs> cool. Um, so we're playing a little game amongst ourselves. We're playing two games today. Number one, find out the movies that Justin has seen. Right. Uh, but number two, also, we're playing the game <laughs> that we started last time, and we're entitling this game The Real Sunday School, uh, or The Real Bible Stories, or something to that effect. I can't remember the actual title. Um, and what this is, is a game where we pick out stories that we were told as children from the Bible in Sunday school that were fairly whitewashed. Um, yeah. Stories that <laughs> as, you gr as you grew up, you realized had completely different endings and were way scarier <laughs> than you actually thought. Uh, so last time we did Jonah and the Whale, which has got a really scary ending. And then what else did we do? Oh, gosh. Uh, Noah's Ark. And Noah's Ark, which... Yeah. Woof. Um, so it's this tough. time, yeah. So this time we wanted to talk about the real story of Daniel in the Lion's Den. Uh, we've got a couple, but I'm going to I'm gonna roll through this one really quick. If you turn to turn in your Bibles to Daniel chapter 6. Um, Don't tell me what to do, okay? I'll do I'll do it if I want to do it. <laughs> Justin, turn turn in your no, Bible. No, don't to, listen to him. To, he's, yeah, <laughs> he's got it on his phone. Um, in Daniel chapter 6, so we're talking about Daniel in the Lion's Den. Daniel, super great dude, super upright guy. Danny! La, yeah, big old Dan. Um, Dan the man loves Jesus, and I'm looking at the wrong camera. Sorry, Justin. And uh, 
Sorry, I was uh, I was looking at my Bible. No, no, that's fine. You were doing like Jesus work. I was just looking at the wrong camera. So <laughs> Daniel gets um, deported from Israel to Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar, uh, he becomes King Nebuchadnezzar's like second in command, one of his advisors. Nebuchadnezzar dies. Nebuchadnezzar's <clears throat> son rises to power, uh, whose name is Belshazzar. Belshazzar is a real jerk and uh, sees a handwriting on a wall and drinks out of the cups that were taken from the uh, Temple of Jerusalem and then dies the next day. And the Empire of Babylon falls, just like that. And Daniel knew it. Daniel gets deported to um, Medea. Um, Tyler Perry's Medea. <laughs> he gets he gets uh, transported to a- Atlanta, and um, he becomes again. He rises to power and becomes one of the ones in command, one of a governor. He's a one, satraps is what they're called. And so the other satraps that uh, don't really like Daniel are trying to entrap him. They entrap him. He's preying on a thing, whatever. Daniel's punishment uh, from King Darius is that he has to get thrown in the den of lions. And what we hear in <clears throat> Sunday school is that Daniel gets thrown miraculously. And we don't really have any context, usually. There's no preamble. It's just, well, Daniel loved the Lord. And because he loved the Lord, he was thrown into the pit of lions. And then the evil king rolled a rolled a stone over the thing. And as then, you do. And as you do. And then there were a, a hungry lions, hadn't eaten for days. And then the next day, the king rolls the stone away, just like Jesus. And oh. you see the thing? And, <laughs> and Daniel's fine. And he calls out and he says, the lions have not touched me. And the, God shut the mouth of these things. And then the story ends. And it's like, well, see, if you just trust in God, then the mouth of lions will be shut. And it's like that song. And then, uh, and then everybody goes home happy. Right. What we fail to see in this story, however is that there's a number of things that go on behind the scenes. King Darius actually liked Daniel. Right. And yeah, he didn't want to throw him in the lion's den. Did not den. want to throw him in the di- lion's den. Screwed up by giving like this royal edict uh, and then basically said like, well, the law is the law and I can't go back on it. Which you can. Which you can. You're the king. You are the king. Yeah, you're the king. But like, okay, cool. I understand there's the justice, the whole justice thing. So throws Daniel in the lion's den. God shuts up the the mouths of lions. Super cool, super cool story about this faith. A couple chapters before, there's three of Daniel's friends and there's another one walking around in the fire and yada, yada, yada. The thing that gets me about this story is towards the end of the chapter, and I'm going to start in Daniel 6, verse 23. Daniel answered, long live the king. My God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouths so that they would not hurt me for I've been found innocent in his sight and I've not wronged you, your majesty. Verse 23, the king was overjoyed and ordered that Daniel be lifted from the den. Not a scratch was found on him, for he had trusted in his God. Here's where it gets fun. Verse 24, then the king gave orders to arrest the men who had maliciously accused Daniel. He had them thrown into the lion's den along with their wives and children. The lions leaped on them and tore them apart before they even hit the floor of the den. Where was that in Sunday school? Because I would have paid attention a whole lot more. <laughs> it's, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. It's the same thing of like, uh, well, go ahead. It's like a Disney story. Is you know, it? Yeah, I remember reading. About, yeah, like, uh, you Judgy know, Tales what, did that. Yeah, it's what happens at the end of every Disney story. The family gets cat. King the, Scar. Yeah, not only does by the, the enemy get captured, the whole family, children and all get captured, thrown in the den. So and devoured and mauled by lions. Will you go this far with me? Tale as old as time. Story as old as rhyme. Will you go <laughs> this far with me as to say is that story is screwed up? That's messed up. Yep. <laughs> Justin? Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, um, as far as like 
the whole thing like as a whole obviously because like what you know because what it's teaching is um you know like there's like the underlying um like what it's actually trying to convey which that is obviously i think we'd all agree yeah (laughs) good yeah also something that's true yeah 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 i'd say it's real (laughs) (laughs) raw I don't know. It's I've spent raw. It a bunch of times, and my wives and children, my wife and children, have never been thrown into the pits. It of is land. again. It's just one of those things. Like we we stopped two verses, two verses yeah. early in uh, literally in two Sunday verses school. early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have not wronged you, Your Majesty. <laughs> Actually, technically, it's like one. That. It's like one verse early. The yeah. king was overjoyed. And that's fine. And for he had trusted in his God. Isn't everything lovely? Yeah. The very next verse. Oh yeah, by the way, some the whole family got eaten. Families mm. got murdered. Yeah, destroyed by lions. <laughs> cool, that's what I got. Mike, what do you got this week? Uh, okay, so um, the prophet Elijah, I've heard of him. Is a cool it got a, uh, has a bunch of really really cool stories in it. It's very hairy. And we hear a lot of like Elijah seemed to be pretty fiery, you know, pretty passionate, very uh, you know, zealous good, for good God words. and mm. it was merited to a certain extent because he was living under King Ahab. Who was a jerk. Who was not looked upon well. And now there was his wife, Jezebel. Jezebel. (laughs) And so King Ahab liked to push the prophets and priests of other gods, you know, into the limelight and say, you know, here's Asherah or Baal. Baal. Yeah. And... um, And and Elijah obviously didn't like that, didn't want that to happen. Mm, mm. And so... Didn't like it. Yes. Right. He did it. That was... Yep. He didn't like it. And so, as I'm sure we've all heard, there was a showdown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh Um, Uh-huh. We called it Sacrifice-a-mania. And... um, Sunday! Sunday! Uh Sunday! (laughs) And so... On top of Mount Carmel! (laughs) Yes. So, atop atop of old Mount Carmel... Um, Elijah instructed 450 prophets of Baal and 400 prophets of Asherah who were supported by Jezebel. That was like the, one of the female gods. Baal was like one of the male kind of gods or whatever. He basically summoned them and it was a showdown between the gods said, go over here. And this was in the middle of a drought, which is also important. Go over here, create an altar. and we will sacrifice, you know, whatever on that. And then why don't you pray to your gods and I'll pray to my God. And whichever God is superior is the one who rains down fire to basically consume it. Right. All fine and dandy. That sounds great. Wow. Set up real dramatic tension. This feels really good. Yep. You hear the drums in the background. Oh, I I feel it. I feel it. And so, you know, you have these close to like 900 prophets. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they start to call upon their, their gods and they even go as far as screaming and yelling and crying and cutting themselves to try and get their gods to pay attention. Elijah is sitting back here as the one prophet of God. Having a mimosa. Yeah. And like making fun of them, yeah. you know, and he says, and again, this is all stuff that we talk about in Sunday school. You know, I remember learning as a kid, you know, he's over here basically chirping at him saying, Hey, what, maybe your God is like over there going to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe he's trying to relieve himself. Maybe that's the problem. You know, or maybe he's asleep. Why are you, why can't you wake him up kind of thing? So then Elijah goes, he's like, are you guys done? And I guess that they were done. And he, so he instructs people to go get 
buckets full of water to pour it onto you know the altar again in the middle of a drought so people thought he was like very very crazy yeah 12 12 buckets of yeah. water then he he calls down fire fire comes down it engulfs the the sacrifice and i, I think it says something the fact is just like it's gone it basically mm-hmm. just completely consumes it there are no ashes no nothing yay awesome elijah is the winner because god is the one true god we get it <clears throat> Going to 1 Kings 18, <laughs> 40. So we stopped two verses short. <laughs> yep. Again. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it says uh, in verse 38, uh, 1 Kings 18, 38, immediately the fire of the Lord flashed down from heaven and burned up the young bull, the wood, the stones, and the dust. It even licked up all of the water in the trench. Amazing. And when all the people saw it, they fell face down on the ground and cried out, the Lord, he is God. Yes, the Lord is God. Great. End of story. Guys, let's go get our oh graham crackers gosh. and goldfish. Oh my gosh. Guys, here's your worms and dirt. Yep. Uh, you want ants on a log? Like, let's get let's that. Let's go. Yeah. God is great. Service is ending. Oh, is that? Oh, the story's not done. Then Elijah commanded, seize all the prophets of Baal. Don't let a single one escape. So the people seized them all, and Elijah took them down to the Kishon Valley, okay, and killed them there. <laughs> <laughs> So 900 people just killed him. <laughs> but yeah, so, it, so it's either 450 or with the added 400. So at, at best, he just murdered 450 people. At worst, it was close to 900. <laughs> I was absolutely shocked when I read this story in my Bible plan, uh-huh. because you come across like, oh, I know this story, yada, yada, yada. And you just breeze right past it. It's like, wait a second. Yep. You hear the brakes screeching. Yeah. yeah. The record scratch in a 90s yep. movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody looks at the camera and yeah. quizzically asks, like, what's going on? I, I am, I just, maybe, maybe it's hyperbole. Maybe it is, you know, this like little thing that's thrown in there over time in, in oral traditions, you know, it gets passed down. Maybe he didn't actually murder 450 people. I don't know, but it just, it's such a weird detail. And there, there's another detail that's like this in the story of Elisha mm-hmm. where oh, in second yeah. Kings two twenty three, he's just walking down the road. The bear. Yeah. He's walking down the road. And these kids come out. So Elisha is the successor to Elijah. Mm-hmm. And no one talks about this. I mean, this is just a funny thing that's in the Bible. Uh, funny as in it is shocking that this would happen. Um, so he's just walking down the road and this group of like 40 kids comes out. It's like one of the first things he does by himself, by the way. <laughs> Keep going. See, these, this group of kids, I think it's like 40 kids or something. Uh, just as a group of boys, okay. yeah. Uh, comes out. And no, it says the number somewhere later. Oh, 42 of them. Yeah. So, okay. So 42 of them. So they make fun of him, called him bald, say, Hey, you bald head or whatever, as he's just walking around. And instead of just like shaking it off, like a normal human, because they're children and children say dumb things all the time. He says, you know what? I'm going to use this newfound, like God superpower and call out, <laughs> got a double portion yeah, of a call out massive she bears. And this is like directly from the text, yeah. massive she bears to maul them to death. Mm-hmm. Good story. Why? Because why is this in there? Because just before that, they made the water better and the ax head floated. <laughs> Duh, Mike. Of course. I don't have any. I have no. I have no like 
commentary on this. I have no deeper analysis or insight on a lot of this. It's just some of those things that pop out. A lot of me, it's a lot for me is the violence that like we just pass over. Oh yeah. And I, I just, I got to believe God really doesn't endorse murdering 450 people yep. at once. Yep. So, uh, real quick, I, I've been in the book of numbers for whatever reason, uh, for my devotional times in the morning numbers. and a couple chapters before they finally get to the promised land or whatever, there's a, a pro or a, um, a prophet, a guy named Balaam, uh, yeah. and the donkey. And you always right. hear the story of Balaam's donkey and right. Balaam's donkey starts talking and then Balaam gets up and gives six curses, oh, yeah. six blessings over. But what happens a few short chapters, so you think like, oh man, that's a great story. Yeah. Like instead of cursing the Israelites, he blessed the Israelites. Right. Oh, this awesome. is great. Balaam, he loved tie, Jesus. Tie man, a bow on that. Man, this guy, he loved the Lord. Yeah. Three chapters later, the people that are taking over the entire area kill Balaam <laughs> <laughs> because he was leading the women uh, of the area to make the Israelites go astray. And so he kills Balaam. And not only does, does Mo God command Moses to kill Balaam and all the guys, but also to kill any woman who was not a virgin. Yeah, it's very strange. Well, I didn't learn that part in Sunday school. It's very strange. Yeah. Yep. Justin, your turn. Let's hey. talk about death, buddy. <laughs> well, speaking of death. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so uh, the one that um, that I did and I looked at was David and Goliath, mm. which I yeah, I feel like for Sunday school stories, I feel like at least from my Sunday school, there's three big ones that I remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. Top five. Top five. Yeah. For sure. But I remember learning about Jonah and the whale, um, Noah's Ark, yeah. and David and Goliath. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to look at this I like again. how Jesus didn't make that top three. That's good. Well, I'm talking about specific, like specific stories. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus is like books. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Give us the quick synopsis and then let's see what's screwed up about the story. Because there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on. So um, basically um, what happens is there's a Philistine warrior who is um, going out and um, in between the, there's the armies of Israel one side and then Philistines on the other. And then there's this Philistine warrior that's going out and taunting the Israelites every day. Um, Goliath. Yep. His name happens to be Goliath, giant Philistine. And um, basically taunting them every day, just saying, hey, instead of just everybody fighting, just send out your best warrior, come. You know, we'll fight whoever kills the other person. Um, basically, you know, they, that side will be their slaves. Um, and so um, that happens for 40 days. The armies of Israel are terrified. And then um, David comes in. He's delivering um, bread and cheese and stuff to his brothers. Um, he hears about what's happening. And um, he also hears that there's a reward for killing him. Um, from Saul. So obviously. he's obviously right. So he's inquiring about that. He's asking a few people about that. Um, he, um, hears about this reward. Um, but then he, um, he kind of starts thinking like, who is this guy to, um, to be talking that way, um, to God's people. And, um, so, Word gets around that um, he is basically thinking about fighting Goliath. Um, he goes and meets with Saul. Um, Saul doesn't think he can do it. 
He um, finally, he talks him into it. Saul offers to give him armor. He tries it on, doesn't fit. Um, he just goes, he ends up going without armor. He goes out. Long story short, slingshot, hits him, falls dead. And then David and Goliath, David won. Um, as far as the kids' version of Sunday School goes, that's pretty much where it stops. Right. <laughs> um, so um, something that before I get into more of what happens after, um, something that I noticed is I ended up doing a plan as I was like looking more into this. Um, it was a kid's plan of the story just to kind of see that <laughs> Why kids you doing research perspective on that? Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> just to see the kids perspective um i, I mean as as expected it's a kid's plan it's very surface level I everything bible, um yeah, i should i should i have two kids bibles i should have said seen what they said although the sorry to stop you the one yeah. the storybook bible does say that david chops off his head oh really uh-huh oh, it wow. Does wow oh sorry i didn't mean to ruin it there was spoiler no, yeah. wait the, oh, okay i didn't get that far oh you did this does that happen yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it does uh, yeah so sorry so sorry <laughs> i only read the kids plans that's no. ruined <laughs> it's like the sixth sense have you seen the sixth sense he's dead the whole time no you've never seen the sixth sense oh my gosh I love this game. I am such a fan of this game. This is probably the best game we've ever played. <laughs> Just in our podcast, we throw in yep. movies. Yep. It's like this movie, and then we ask Justin if he's seen it. I'm so and he good. definitely like, hasn't ever seen it. We've got some good... Okay. Yeah, this, keep going. This is great. <laughs> it's like in Star Wars, when Obi-Wan Luke gets finds killed. out that Darth Vader... Is his father. Have you seen Star Wars? I've seen two of them. <laughs> Which ones? The bad ones? Like I've like? seen. Keep going, Justin. I've seen episode one oh. and Rogue One. Oh my god. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, keep going. So here. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Hurry up. We want to talk about heads getting cut off. Let's go. All right. So, um, where was I? Okay, yeah. So heads. something that I noticed from doing uh, the kids' plan is that it. A lot of the focus is on um, like David and where he's putting his trust, which David is putting his trust in God, um, which obviously, and then that's, <laughs> that's what I just pulled up. Did you really? Are you looking up a like a, like a kid's no, plan? No, it's BibleStudyTools.com. It just says this familiar Bible story reminds us of the courage in men's heart when their faith is placed completely in God. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Great. It's exactly, cool. yeah. Bible scholars agree. <laughs> Five out of 10 scholars recommend this I story. might have seen the same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, so David is putting his trust in God. Um, what I think is interesting, which is kind of implied, but at the same time, it's not really mentioned, at least in the kids' studies that I've seen, is that it doesn't really get into much of the reverse, where the reverse is that the Philistine warrior Goliath and Saul, um, instead of putting their trust in God, they're putting their trust in themselves. Huh. And that's just something that I, cause reading it, you kind of get that that's implied, but it's not, it's at least in the plans that I'd seen, it wasn't, it wasn't really stated or, or talked about that much. That's interesting. Um, I've never thought about that actually. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and especially with Saul too, because I mean, obviously like, obviously I feel like the, well, the, 
big enemy in that story at the time is Goliath. And then eventually Saul starts to become an enemy as well. Um, really, it's kind of like the turning point there. But um, in, a, in that way, he Saul almost kind of seems to become that Goliath of like putting his trust in himself instead of in God. Hmm. Um, and I don't know. That's just something that I thought was interesting. And that's something that I at least think is kind of cool where... Um, at least like the kids version of the story, even if it is stripped down, you still are able to get the surface level knowledge that the kids sure. are able to take in. And then once you're older and then you read it again, you can understand stuff like yes. more, um, you can get more of that. Well, um, not only that, like, so the, the other fascinating thing about all this, yes. Okay. So the sling hits the stone or sling hits the head would have been like a magnum going off into this dude's head because those, th- those things are flying quickly. Yeah. Um, and then he cuts off his head with this gigantic, huge nine-foot-tall sword thing. Hmm. But then inside of outside of that, so the, the agreement between the two that, that's never really talked about is that the Phil- whoever lost that challenge, that other army was going to become slaves, right? Hmm. Instead of the Philistines actually honoring that, they run away and then the Israelites kill all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like they just <laughs> chase them to the, down the valley yeah. and then it says it routes them, which yes. routes them means like, you're, you're going to kill all of them. As you yes. do. As you do in the Bible yeah. when there's just a lot of swords and people getting run through. Mm. The other the other mm. fascinating thing is David, in verse 54, David took the Philistines' head to Jerusalem, but he stored the man's army in his own tent. So he basically just carried the head back like a yeah. like an Incan warrior. As you yeah. do. As, and put it on a spike Have and you, said, when, when's the last time I vanquished a foe? Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. And you come, you, that's like, a, <laughs> it's why we've never done the song Defender ever because <laughs> the head of my enemy. Yeah. Is like you, you sing a line that says you come back with the head of my enemy. Um, you know, some people really dig that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Though. They just, they love it. You know, can I do, can I do one real quick one? And yeah. I have zero, I have zero, like, and I mean zero insight on this. Cool. Let's go. <clears throat> so I'm doing a Bible plan right now for, uh, that's walking through different movements of the Bible, and it's starting in the beginning. And so we're like in the Moses movement or whatever. Great. You doing the Bible mm. project thing? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. And um, there it's in the beginning of Exodus after God calls Moses mm-hmm. and says, hey, you are going to be my guy. And Moses is like, I don't want to be that guy. And God's like, no, you're going to be that guy. He's like, I don't want to be that guy. So that's a like, good Moses voice. Yeah. And he's like, no, you're doing it, and I'll give you Aaron, whatever. So as they're marching their way back to Egypt... <clears throat> So it's so funny. You're reading this and this story pops out of nowhere and it makes zero sense. Dude, and I, I know exactly what yeah, you're going to say. And I read, I, oh my gosh, go. I read three or four like concordances or commentaries <laughs> or whatever. And there is nothing about it. Nobody understands. Nobody what understands about it. So it says, and the Lord told Moses, when you arrive back in Egypt, go to Pharaoh and perform all the miracles. Yada, yada, great. Great. I commanded, let my son go so he can worship me. We That's all know awesome. the burning bush. We all awesome. know, we all, you taught the burning bush story. Yeah. You're taught that Moses goes back and stands in front of Pharaoh and yeah. defiantly yeah. says, let my people go, yeah. like Charlton here. Heston. Uh, there is one tiny There's little detour. Intervening yeah. portion here. <laughs> The part that seems all of these things together. This is the seam. And I don't, I should have made that hand gesture. Mm, Uh, On the way to Egypt, at a place where Moses and his family had stopped for the night, the Lord confronted him and was about to kill him. Hold up. Wait a minute. What happened? Don't go there because I ain't with it. (laughs) But Moses' wife, who apparently was in on this somehow, where was Moses? 
<clears throat> Zipporah took a flint knife and circumcised her son. Wait, what? Moses is like 80. How old is his son right now? Oh, he's got to be. I mean, they've been together for 40 years now. So mm. he's got to be in his 30s, maybe. So, okay. Just imagine. You're, thir- you're how old? <laughs> Just imagine. Your mom comes over and says, hey, Mike. Hey, I got to do a quick surgery. Um, let's, I have a, uh, a quick procedure to perform. I got some cactus whiskey mm. out here. Yeah. You're going to uh, have to drink this. Then she touched his feet with the foreskin and said, now you are a bridegroom of blood to me. When she's uh, well, and if you're wondering why, if you're confused at all, then it gives you some parenthetical explanation oh. here. Just sort of clear things up oh. here. It says when she said a bridegroom of blood, she was referring to the circumcision. <laughs> okay. After that, the Lord left them alone. So, two questions. Number, what? Number one, what was your wedding night like? <laughs> because it, you're still alive, so I have to assume this happened. I just, Number two, what? Well, and what's funny is the only true insight I got about this, and I'm being serious, and I'm not saying this to just be gross or grody. The, the only thing I got from this was that when it says Zipporah took the foreskin and touched it to Moses' feet, that is a euphemism for his crotch. So, like, that is the only thing that, like, I, there, there were some other things, too, but I... I don't like that. The more and so to go off of Justin's point here, where sometimes you can get a shallow version of the Bible and you still get something, and then you go deeper and you can get more and more and more. The Bible is eternally discoverable. That's what I love about it. It's a living, breathing thing. Yeah. Except for maybe this story, <laughs> <laughs> because the deeper you go, the worse it gets. No, we're, so. <laughs> we're, that story gets yes. Um, I think we need to close up shop. I on think that that's note. yeah. I, um, yep. Because I'm feeling a little antsy, <laughs> and I'm feeling a little grossed out. Justin, how you doing on the other side of the, li- the lens over there? Also, like feeling good. The Lord, <laughs> the Lord left them alone because I think he was like, "Man, that's nasty." Or like, and "Man, that's dedication." No, I don't think so. You think he was grossed out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's totally grossed out. Cool. I don't. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been great having you here. Uh- <laughs> People should put in the comments what their like weird stories are that they found in the Bible. Yeah, or the there's sun- I want to know plenty I, of. I want to know the weird stories. I also want to know the Sunday school stories in the comments. Uh, were we talking about the bridegroom? Uh, Austin and I were talking about this too, and I found it was something to the effect of like the only concord. We're going to rehash this, I guess. The only thing I had seen was that the son was uncircumcised, and so he couldn't enter yeah. the holiness right. of what was happening. But like he had also lived for thirty or forty years in the desert so where was yeah what like abraham and institute i i also think this man this is this is a total deep dive we're just yeah, i said i great. had zero insight on this but yeah. we're just going to keep going we'll keep hashing it out i i think that it is very funny to me that one of the biggest things that god asked us to submit as men is our crotches <laughs> <laughs> like I just <laughs> in every way spiritually mentally emotionally also physically <laughs> we got to give it all you know <laughs> oh gosh now I think it's a good place to end. <laughs>
Okay. Every part. We love. <laughs> 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 Watch all of me. All of me. <laughs> I give my all to you. Okay. We love you. <laughs> I'm trying to land the plane. We love you. Thanks so much for watching the weekday. Uh, if you could share this nonsense with your friends, baby. <laughs> maybe don't share the last five minutes of this, but everything else was pretty good content up till then. <laughs> Thanks to the eternal derailer over here. Uh, I, that's what I bring. I feel like that's the that's, I'm the wild you're card just, a little bit. You're, you know? you've, you're chaotic neutral. Hey, you've got, I got some moves. <laughs> you are Luke. Cool. We love you. Uh, we thank you so much for being uh, with us here on the weekday. We'll we'll talk to you later, maybe. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Bay Hope TV. Be sure to like and share these videos with your friends as it really does help this channel out. And be sure to subscribe for more Bay Hope TV content. As always, thanks for watching.